welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, Mr. Patterson. Hey, Mr. Hill. Hey, uh, when you think of Alaska, what do you think really about? Think, huh? Alaska? You don't think? Yeah. yeah. What would you do? When you think Alaska, what do you think? When I think of Alaska right now, because I never thought about it before, <clears throat> I think of uh, very cold, just like isolation, just like ice for days. Like there's no houses. No, oh, you don't think like, blue whales and low IPAs? I don't think that at all. I just think like, shit, I'm in Alaska. Like, how do I get out of here? I yeah, I don't blame you. Like it's just like ice. I think of like that uh, lobster show where they're like catching all the lobsters. Okay. Isn't that up there? All right. King crabs. I don't no, know. that's crabs, not lobsters. You say you didn't watch TV on the episode though. Well, yeah, I don't. So. Yeah, that's why I don't know the name. I just know that there's a show about people that are. How like, do you know there's a show? Well, geez, I guess you don't know. I mean, people talk about it. I really don't watch TV, though. I don't either, but there's some show where people are, like, farming crabs out of the I ocean up in Alaska. It's fucking badass. I'm sure Alaska is pretty badass. I don't imagine. Apparently, Alaska at 30 degrees isn't cold. I don't know. In June. Sounds interesting to me, but if I'm going to drink a low IPA, the Alaskan low IPA, you liked. You didn't. You're right. At but all. that's a good beer for people to drink if they like low IPIs or no. Yeah. I, I liked it. I rated it exceedingly more than you did. That exceedingly is correct. And exceedingly in this episode, we talk heavily about, hey, listen, if you marry the wrong person, will your business be in trouble? Yeah, that was a good episode. Now, you did a great job. Did I? Others, well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like I, thought, I, I was saying I and not asking a question on the episode. I'm like, oh, no, cool. No, no, about marrying general. the right person. Okay. Yes, but you know, Agreed. I don't know. Yes, I did. You're right. Yes, I did. Yes, absolutely. Go Agreed. team. Uh-huh. All right, all right. You guys enjoyed the episode. <laughs> Hey detailers, this is Parker. MTU Orlando is happening. You can pre-register now on mobiletechexpo.com. Use code PINTS for 15% off. And Sheldon said use hashtag MTE is happening when on social media. Go to mobiletechexpo.com and use code PINTS to save 15%. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, where we are on a journey. Mr. Patterson, are you ready to continue that journey? I like journeys. We're going to journey to Alaska. Journey has, journeys has nice shoes. Do you ever buy j- shoes at Journeys in the mall? I'm not a mall shopper. You're not a mall shopper. I think I've been to Journeys like two or three times. I think I bought a belt there. Probably because you have daughters, and they probably go to Journeys. For mm-hmm. shoes? No, my daughters do not go to Journeys. Your daughters don't go to Journeys. Yeah, at all. So then what journey are we going on? To Alaska. Okay. Do yeah. they have journeys in Alaska, you think? Or is that just oh, They have journeys to Alaska. Gotcha. Let's take one. 
You don't want to go right now. Uh, Darren, have you been to Alaska? Yes. I thought so. I have. I took a cruise there once. Yeah. Oh, an Alaskan cruise. Nice. How was it? It was fantastic. It was like nothing like Oklahoma. You go there and it was 30 degrees and you could walk around in a t-shirt and it wasn't bad. What? Now, this was in June, but... So 30 degrees in... Alaska and June is rode a train and you get up there and it was literally 30 something degrees outside and I walked around no problem. It was kind of neat. All right. Well, we're not actually going to go to Alaska. We're going to taste an Alaskan beer. It's a 4.5. They call it a low IPA. India Pale Ale. Picked this up uh, this past weekend when I was uh, in Alaska. In Colorado. Oh. Yeah. They're out of Alaska, but they were selling it in Colorado. Wow. It's kind of like how Coors is out of, like, Colorado, but they sell it everywhere in the world. That's pretty cool. It's that good. Let's, let's, let's tap it open, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I'm, I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> uh, Darren, what are you sipping on tonight? Uh, crack and rum and Diet Coke. That's sort of your go-to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I like the rum. Hmm. I'm sure I can find some Coors Light in the refrigerator over there, though. Hell yeah, brother. Hey, will you stick your mic a little bit closer to your mouth? Is that possible? Um, I don't think this one has a mic. I think I'm just talking on the phone. You want me to just dip the phone closer? Yeah, if you that better. Yeah, that is better. So right. A little bit of echo. Uh, like It sounded like yeah. it was too far off. Okay, yeah, because I'm a few, I'm a little bit away from the phone. Yeah, there you go. That's better. Uh, okay. Did you give it a sip? Did you give it a try? I have not given it a sip yet or a try. Oh, I'm ready. Low IPA. I'm not sure what that means. L O. <laughs> Do you like it about as much as I like your sours? No, I actually like it. Oh, you do? That's different. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. That would almost be like a cross between a Pilsner and an IPA. Like, there's zero bitterness to it, but you taste the you taste the hoppies. It's kind of weird. But it's a 4.5%, which yeah. is not a typical... I think that's why it's a low IPA. Yeah, I get that. There's mountains on the can. But I'm... Well, but I'm they, guessing... They, they don't have the technology, though. They don't. They got a blue whale, don't they? Ah, I see. Does that trump so they the do a blue, blue whale instead of the blue mountains? When it's well, the blue drinking. whale is always blue, no matter what. So you never know if he's hot, cold, warm, room temp. I don't know. I've never seen a, a whale. You haven't? Mm-mm. Darren, Whatever. did you see you whales? Talk, you talk about sperm whales all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a few whales, but... Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> they're fun to ride unless somebody sees you on one. Oh, wait, it's a scooter. It's a scooter. I guess we'll get into that later. I just read the... Itinerary. Yeah. Fun to, fun to ride, but don't let your friends know. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> All right. So, Darren, for the uh, two people that uh, aren't sure who you are, will you let everybody know who Darren from Brute 66 is? Um, right after you let them know the most amazing day ever to be born on. Uh, just There's let everybody know. one day absolute best to day. make you a true American to be born on, and that is April 2nd. Happens to be 1978, April 2nd. Well, a true American if you were born in America, but I mean, if yeah. they were born somewhere else, I mean, that'd make them a true American. But 
and you, you y'all are really a, could be a great great person if you're born on april 2nd and there's other dates that are probably okay but april 2nd is by far the best i mean the second might be yours maybe but otherwise april 2nd is the best day ever really yeah yeah, yeah. We just so happen to share that same day. I, I kind of caught that yeah. vibe, yeah. I'm about six hours older, we think. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're the same age, but six hours older? Wow. Yeah. Both when old, you're born on April 2nd, you get to celebrate your birthday the week before and the week after. Is that Why is that, Darren? <laughs> Darren <laughs> celebrates most of the year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Darren, well, so Route 66... You're in Chandler, Oklahoma. You've been on a couple times. We nicknamed you Superman because all the times that you would come over to the uh, detailers of Oklahoma trainings uh, would always wear a Superman shirt. So, yeah, I uh, I'm getting a sleeve tattoo. I got it scheduled pretty soon. No, you're not. And yeah, and yeah, the guy goes, goes, "You need to tell me some things to put on." No. I was like, "I guess I have to get you're, a Superman you're emblem not. on it." You're yeah, you're not. Not. He's, oh, get, no, he's getting pints and polishing on there. Well, too. of course, but I mean. Yeah, but they're paying me for that. That's a whole different. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Superman is. <laughs> yeah, him too. Nice. So, uh, so you get a tattoo, but you're located in Chandler, Oklahoma. I think you said uh, the thriving metropolis. I think is what you described. Thriving metropolis it. of somewhere between 2,000 and 2,005 people. 2,000. Like give, give or take five. Yeah, give or take five. All right. Well, so remind us, everybody. Like I said, tell your story. Who are you? I started detailing five or six years ago. Went to a school, met a few people, met you guys, and it kind of took off from there. I keep learning. I like like learning. I met a young lady today, actually, that went to one of the schools that I went to and Learned a little bit from her on some of the things that's changed just in a few last years. Then we uh, have a small town. Our market's a little bit different. We do a lot of feed trucks and muddy, very muddy vehicles. Not a lot of high-end cars, but we do a lot of volume. Price points? We do everything from $50 little bitty quick things all the way up to we. I've got a this thing behind me is about a $5,000 job sitting right here. So I'd do it all. All right. So we're going to talk today. We're, we're kind of going through our series on, well, I wouldn't say a series on marriage. It's more of, it's been kind of more on family. Yeah. Family and balance, right? Yeah. The balance between marriage, between family and, uh, and what that looks like inside of a business. Uh, I think we all three have had a couple different uh, experiences. Uh, Darren's eye probably a little bit more similar, but but yeah. different, right? Um, I'll go ahead and share share my story first, and we'll we'll kind of go and 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 talk about it. The, the first question was, you know, where'd you where'd you meet your spouse? Where'd you where'd you fall in love? All that gushy stuff. Mine was uh, mine was church. I, I met my spouse. Uh, That's real gushy. Yeah. Uh, in, in church, we were both going on the same mission trip together. And uh, she had a boyfriend at the time and wouldn't talk to me until she broke up right before the uh, mission trip. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and after that, we started dating. Yeah. Uh, about 
four or five months later, got pregnant. We were married within, I think, eight or nine months of knowing each other. Jeez. Uh, wow. Rushed into that pretty quick, but, you know, I grew up pretty religious, conservative. I was pretty much told, you know, hey, this is what you need to do. You know, you, you got to marry that girl. Uh, didn't go so well. Didn't, didn't go so well at all. Uh, we were always having, you know, we were in counseling pretty quick. We went back and forth between, you know, her uh, her desires, my desires. Where does it fit in as a family? If two people are going in different directions, how does it go? It was, it was, it was, it was tough. Um, not really understanding direction of where we're going as a business um, in line with direction as a family. I think you guys do that a, a lot different. Um, we we didn't do it. Uh, we we very rarely shared times to talk about our business. Um, it was, if it was, it was more, you know, when is she going to get to, you know, have some money or, you know, when, what, how's it looking budget wise? Or, you know, we, it was times where we had to go down to, you know, canceling everything and living off of really pretty much nothing. And, um, and I thought at that point in time, I thought that would have been good for us. I thought it would kind of drive us closer together. Uh, it didn't, we just never really found a connection and, uh, and then we'll talk about the the dissolving later. But how how was it for you guys, Darren? Where where'd you meet your spouse? Uh, how did it go with you and her in business? Um, did you got you know how'd you fall in love? How'd all that go? We we met we met in Chandler. We had similar friends, and we kind of clicked right off the beginning. And just our life was similar because I at the time I was partied a lot. I had a bunch of money because I had a great job, did all this stuff. And she got to live the good life because I was that guy that everybody wanted to be around, do stuff. And then we were together roughly seven years and it just, both of us changed a lot. She was quite a bit younger than me. She was 14 years younger than I was. And what she was going through was I'd already been through all that. Like I remember them talking about wanting to go out and I was like, this is going to happen and this is going to happen and you're going to call me and and I'm going to come pick you up. And they'd be like, no, we're not. And the next day they would be like, why do you always ruin our fun? Because you tell us exactly what's going to happen. And I was like, because I've done that, been there, lost a T-shirt. I was like, it's just how it goes. And then once I started my own business, she didn't want anything to do with it at all. Like just straight up said, I don't, I'm not going to do anything with you. I don't want to be there. I don't want any part of it. And that's kind of where we started like getting going our separate directions unfortunately and there was a whole bunch of shit in between there <laughs> dj what about you uh my wife and i met in high school government class before lunch usually there's lunch after no yeah so we had off-campus lunch and there was a specific time so i i saw her in the class I knew she was, and so, but I really wasn't interested in her at all. But she approached me. Yeah, exactly, right? And she'll tell you the same story if she was here. But <laughs> no, but we have off-campus lunch, and everyone in high school, you just you leave, you go smoke weed, you eat a QT, and then you come back to school, and you know, whatever. Well, we had lunch after class that day because the schedule was kind of effed up, and she, we were waiting in line to leave to go to lunch. She goes, everyone's kind of sober today, and I was like, what the fuck did you just say? She goes, everyone's sober. I'm like, hold on. You smoke? She's like, 
Yeah, that's how we met. We went and smoked at lunch, and it's been history since. I don't think I ever knew that. And there you go. I knew the school part, but I didn't know that part. That was it. All right. Yeah, that's how we connected. That's cool. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, for a while she worked outside and then then came into the business. So Yeah, so we, we grew up. She went and... Uh, she went and did corporate, so she climbed a corporate ladder and uh, was doing exceedingly well in that company. Uh, my company was doing really well as well, um, but we were in a point where we needed to like pivot and grow, and she was the person to do it, so I convinced her to quit her job, come on board with me, which I didn't realize how much money she was making, and when that money was gone, I'm like, oh, shoot, we got to make something of this, so... Um, yeah, we we worked together for years. She just kind of does more like one-off projects and some back-end things, but nothing like super day-to-day that where she's had has to be held accountable for. But just bigger projects, behind-the-scenes type things. All right. So mine, mine at first worked uh, outside the home, and then when we got pregnant with our second child, uh, decided that what she was making was not worth paying childcare to, yeah. you know, to, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to do There's, a second, you know, a, two childcare was just not worth it. So she came home and, um, for us, I think that was the, dis- I think that's where it really, really went South. Uh, it didn't go so well when she wanted to know why everything, you know, like, but for instance, let's let's go with this. Uh, you know, you get a you get a check, and in, in the chemical business, you know, it's just if 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 you get a check at at detailing, you know, you got some labor to pay out, you got some stuff. But for the most part, you get that big big chunk is 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 there. Uh, in chemicals, you, you don't always get big chunks. Sometimes you get small chunks. <laughs> uh, and she didn't understand that, and she didn't understand that. Well, where's the, you got a check? Where's the like? So there was always this questioning of, you know, me hiding and, and even came out in the divorce. They asked where I was hiding money. They, they always thought I was hiding, uh, which was, was, was always very interesting because I ended up hiding some stuff later <laughs> and I got away with it once I knew what they were looking for. <laughs> I said on the stand uh, and I had funneled a bunch of me. You remember I had that cell phone store yeah. that we ended up buying other stores. And I had four stores at one time. I was basically funneling all my, my revenue over into these cell phone stores. You mean laundering? Yeah. It, during, uh, during, during <laughs> the divorce. On, yeah. During the divorce. Ozark. So that they yeah, could, right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so that they couldn't come after it. So I, I funneled it over to another company. Uh, laundered. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, it was Brilliant. nice. Yeah. Laundered sounds like better. I agree. Yeah, it's a better story. Like I told a good story, you tell a good story. Like. Uh, so so Darren, did yours work outside the house or? I think right. Yeah, she had her own job, and her money was her money, and my money was her money too. Oh. And yeah. One of those. Yeah. The only time she ever came to the shop was with her hand out, yelling at me, wondering where she needs money. And that was a joke. Like every all of my employees would joke about it, be like, "Oh, here she comes. What does she want this time?" And I was a nice guy, and I thought that's what made her happy. And I tried to give her what she wanted. Little did I know that uh, it wasn't working. It just it just was making it worse. So what happened? We it just went downhill fast. Like what happened in the business, or what happened with her? Yeah, yeah. 
business wise, <laughs> she didn't have the only time she ever said anything was when I hired somebody. And if she didn't think that was the type of person that I needed, she would. She I mean, no man ever deals with that, Darren. You're the only one that has a wife that is concerned about Absolutely. team members. Yeah. Well, but yeah, my wife, ex-wife, <laughs> worked in law enforcement, and she would have them researched and oh, then yeah. bring me back a report on them saying, this person did this and did this. And I would go, yeah, I know. And it would piss her off. I and mean, then she's like, you need, don't need to be around that person. I was like, yeah, I'm not worried about what they did in their past. I'm worried about what they're doing now. And what they and, can do for the business in the future. Yeah. That's cool. And she would just, she wanted to be HR, but not have anything to do with the business. So, it didn't work. So how'd, how'd that go in discussions? Because my, my discussions like that didn't go so well. Uh, and, you know, post-divorce, I've, I've dated people that, you know, they've tried to interject their emotions and their feelings on the way I should run my business. And I'm just like, hold the fuck up. Like, you do not get to interject. Like, no. I had somebody that I was dating try to question about a, a team member, an employee that I was hiring. I was like, what? You're, you're not even like, no. Like, not happening. But there's something about, like, spouses want to interject, especially was that other team member a female? Oh, yeah, I just hired, uh, well, I should say I just hired girls, but girls are way better employees for me than guys. I've had way better luck with girls, with females well, across the world. Like, I don't, hire, I don't have a single male working for me right now, and but they're just better. Like, I've had way better luck with females. So, so DJ, apparently uh, Darren and I didn't do so good in, in those discussions with our, uh, our spouse. Uh, so give us your words of wisdom. Uh, you know, how, how do you handle those discussions with your partner and your spouse in a sense, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's pretty much becomes a level of trust. Like do they, or do they not trust you? I mean, essentially it's a person that you're hiring for a job. I mean, you got to take sex out of it. I mean, that's, you, yeah. you, you just have not to. Not trying to take not trying to take them home i'm trying to get them to earn me money exactly right and you're right females are definitely incredible team members like 1000 percent. and there just has to be boundaries i mean i know there's definitely concerns because with our team members you know they're working with one other person for 40 plus hours a week alone so i i get that you know i've seen that in my own company where i've hired a female with another male that may or may not have been married and it should and you see kind of like some things like you see that so that kind of stuff does happen for sure but you can't hire based on that per se i mean you're still hiring team members for to do a job for you so it's just a communication thing it's like look like i'm hiring this person because they're qualified for the job then you have to keep (laughs) just yeah it's up to you as the man to keep i mean i don't know well okay so yeah, let me. I, I, okay. I was go, uh, yeah, like it's, go ahead. It, it's up to you as a man to keep your, your dick in your pants. I mean, if you can't control yourself, then maybe you shouldn't hire females within your company. Right. If that's a problem for you, and it's gonna, it's gonna, it's you know yourself. Every man knows themselves. If you don't have self control and you can't do that, then you definitely shouldn't hire females because you're gonna ruin your marriage because something is gonna happen one way or the other because you can't control yourself. Now, if you're a strong, grounded man and you can do that and you can separate and you don't then then absolutely you hire you're hiring her because she's going to be a freaking rock star period so yeah i like it but 
Marty's been around my operation a little bit. And there was a young lady that worked for us that was, she was hot. I mean, she, she was, she was super hot. She was attractive. Marty? She could do it all. She could talk. She could, Marty? Do, I mean, she, she had it going on and she could run a polisher just about as good as I could. And she was going to pass, surpass me in detailing skills easily without a doubt. And I wanted her to, but everybody on the outside was like, so what's going on? I was like, nothing. I was like, I just, I, there's not anything going on. Why would there be something going on? If I'd screw it up personally wise, that's stupid on my part because we're going to be way better together professionally. Mm-hmm. And it just, that I always got that, like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? And like, she would tell them that we were good friends, but Marty's seen my little group. We're like a family. Like we do stuff outside of work together. Now, DJ, you do stuff outside of work to get your employees away from work. Well, we're friends. Like we, half my coworkers, half my team members were at Christmas with us. Mm-hmm. Like I saw them on Christmas, not because I was like, oh, I'm gonna go see my team members. No, we're we're family, and we do stuff together outside of work all the time. Like I eat dinner with him with one of them at least once a week. See, I've had really bad week. experiences with that though. So I I used to do that. And I've had bad experiences where it's bit me in the ass every single time. So now I, mm-hmm. I, I completely separate from my team members outside of work. Like, as far as I go personally, like, I'll, we'll, we may go grab drinks here and there, like, may, randomly, like, before, like, just to go after work, just to have a beer or two. Uh, and then maybe go to the gym in the morning before a shift. But, like, other than that, I don't invite him to my house anymore. I don't, I don't, I just don't get that yeah, You all close. went to go work out all together, didn't you? We do, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Because it's, that, that's good. That's that, good. That's, that's great really team good, building. You're, you're, you're building yourselves, and you're, str- you're stronger as a team, blah, blah, blah. It, it, that, that's really, really – and I pay for all their, all their memberships too. So everyone that works for me gets their membership paid for at a, at a gym, which is pretty awesome. But So you're, you're, you're hiring, right? Yeah, actually. <laughs> we're always hiring now, really. Honestly. Bring it, Darren. Bring it. Yeah, we are definitely hiring. Um but, I got uh, a skill. It may not be detailing, but I got a skill. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. Like I've had guys that work with me, my right hand men, right my right hand men I've hired in the past before. It, it's just it got kind of like they got too comfortable being my friend, where they didn't really. It was more like they're clocking in to be a friend and hang out versus like well, I'm trying to grow a business here. Like I don't have time to talk about X Y Z for 15 minutes. Like I'm on the clock. Let's go. And it just you know I'm talking. It's just let's go. Let's go. So. I just, yeah, I don't know. That always bit me in the ass when I was too. Cl- I brought him in too close to me. It, it, it just, it never worked. All right, so let's take a break for a moment. We open a. Different we open up beer. a second beer. Uh, DJ, what do you think of the Alaskan? I liked it a lot. It's very refreshing, different. It was different to me because it was you could t- like I said you could taste the hops, but it wasn't bittery. Like it was, it was a smooth. That's I guess it's the low IPA. You know. It's, very low ABV and low on flavor. I don't have an answer for that. Siri, Siri doesn't have an answer for that. Listen, yes, Siri doesn't. Uh-uh. Listen, uh, I'm gonna give it a, a, a two five. Wow, two five. That means it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I w- it, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't get it again. It's not. If I'm gonna get a a low tasting beverage like this, I would just get a. I don't know, like your Corona or something like. My Corona. Yeah. My favorite beer starts with a C, but it's not Corona. Oh, no, you got Corona earlier. I got Corona earlier. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and that was the side bitch beer tonight. Yeah, it was pretty good. No one's supposed to know what our side bitch is. Uh, You're never supposed to tell we drink on the side. Uh, they but we, know have. we have. We've said it like beer. a ton of times. It doesn't matter. I, so this is, I think, episode 153 of season three. Okay. So you asked earlier how long we've been doing it, Dan? <laughs> 153 <laughs> episodes this year. And uh, I bet you there's multiple times we've talked about our side beer on that. Listen, man. Tonight, I didn't want to talk corona about it. Tonight, we're not talking about the side of because it's Corona. <laughs> uh, all right, so we've moved on to... Oh, wait, did you rate the Alaskan? No, I, I didn't rate it a 3.5 yet. Okay. Uh, DJ rates a 3.5. That's a good... You really, that's, that's, good your, that's your favorite IPA then, probably. The fuck? No, it's not. That's not my favorite IPA. What's your favorite IPA? That's a good question. But yeah. Let me think about that. But, I mean, 3.5. I don't know. I've heard you go at 3.5 I've on an IPA. I probably rated my favorite IPA at 5. I didn't know you had one. I, I probably do. There's 153 times to <laughs> figure out. It's <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> it is. All right, so we've moved on to Ska Brewing. They're out of Durango, Colorado. Uh, the Modus Mandar- Mandarina Citrus IPA. Uh, not a fan either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I didn't like, like it. an orange. Uh, no. Tastes like a fake orange. Yeah. I, I didn't like the, I didn't like the flavor when I had it. I only drank one of them. Uh, so is what it is. I don't taste a good citrus and I don't like the hops. I don't like the flavor. I mean, I'm, I'd go ahead and give it a 0.5. Wow. Mm. A point five? Yeah. Are you sure you're not just being extra, bro? Like point five? I'm not happy with the beer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can rate it later. I just I went ahead and threw it out there. I've already had it before, so that's Didn't why we I just had that ride when we went cycling before. I don't think so. I don't that remember getting it before. Well, so this Ska Brewing always has that. Uh, gotcha. That checkered flag or whatever it is. All right, so uh, Darren. Um, so, divorced? Almost. It's still in process. Mine was three well, and a half years. How uh, many? Three and a half. I, mine won't be that long because I'm, but because there's not a lot to, we were only married, we were only together a year and a half. Like, we got married in 2018. So, we were together six years before that. But, we didn't have anything accumulated, so it'll all I pretty much all I got to do is sign some papers. But I'm kind of being an ass about it. <laughs> how's how's business been though? So let's talk about that, right? How what's the struggle like going through a divorce and operating a business? In my situation, like I'm in a small town, everybody knows us. Everybody knows me. Everybody knew her. And it was really hard on me because I always felt like I, every person that looked at me, I felt like they were judging me. And whether they were or whether they weren't, it, it, it weighed on me bad because I was raised, you get married once, you stay forever, you work it out no matter what. And like my parents are still crushed over it. And 
they they don't want me to be with her, but they're crushed that I'm getting a divorce. And my family, I'm the third one that we know of in all of my extended family to ever get a divorce. Yeah, how so how'd your family go with it? They they go okay. I think they seem to support you pretty well. At, at first, no. Like everybody was like, you need to figure it out and work it out and oh. do whatever it takes. And then about whenever that one thing happened that you know about, it went like everybody was done with her. Like they were done. And it did just once they got to a point, it was over. It was over. Like now, even if we say I wanted to work it out with her, my family would disown me. Uh, they, they would. Yeah, there was it's, a part of that for me. Like it was like if I ever tried it, because I remember I told you there was a moment where we started finally talking again, and we we thought about it. And I I I think I had said you know listen if we got back together I, we would have to move. Oh yeah, I would have moved. I wouldn't have wanted to stay around my family after what everything she did. But, yeah. you know, there was a brief moment that was like, man, I just want to stay with one woman. You know, like, let's see if we can figure this out. It was about two and a half years into the divorce. Uh, and even at the divorce court, she wanted to, she said, can we just, can we please, like, nah. <laughs> I mean, by I the time we, that, yeah. yeah, like that's fucked up. Like, yeah, that is. Yeah, it was really fucked up. Uh, I, that would be rough. I, I, I'm with you though. I mean, I I was raised once married, always married. You know, and and I think that was hard for me to to let go of of that uh, mm, ingrained into you. You know, <laughs> uh, outside pressure, somebody else's desires versus my own desires. Uh, there was yeah. part of me that was happy when I came home and she was gone. There was part of me that was happy. But there was part of me that also went, oh, no. Like, oh, shit, what's about to happen? Because what happened to me was it was seven weeks uh, or seven years and a week. State of Oklahoma, you get alimony after seven years. Oh. <laughs> How about them apples, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. How about them apples? When I found out that payment, mm, no Vaseline whatsoever. No. None. Uh, so. All, all she can do for me, all she can get for me is all my shit. So I, I came home to an empty house. <laughs> but, but how did it go mentally trying to run a business and trying to go through a divorce? For me, terrible. I, I, I didn't do worth a shit. I, I was... I did terrible and I was lucky enough that I have got at the time everything started rolling down. I had three people around me that could take everything, our whole business and kind of make it run and not miss a beat. Now, granted I wasn't there to make the big decisions, but I had a so you young needed, lady that. So your divorce, your, her leaving caused you to step away from the business. I, it, Yes, I, I had to because I it, I was I wasn't mentally capable. Like I I couldn't think straight. I it messed me up, and I felt like every time someone would come in, I was looking at him as, oh my God, what are they doing here? Are they coming to yell at me? Are they coming to like take sides? And all they were coming in is to wash their car. But my anxiety, and I'd never dealt with anxiety ever before in my life. None of that. I used to make fun of people. That's like, oh, my anxiety is getting me. 
because I was like, you just got to toughen up. And it, it messed with me bad. And it's, it's weird. I have a lot more empathy for people now that when they say their anxiety or they say something's bothering them and their mind's just messing with them. Because before I was like, you are, I mean, hey, don't take this wrong, but like, you're a pussy. You need to toughen up and go on because all my life, and I, I never lost. All through high school, I was played sports. I won. I went through college. I won. I never lost. Everything. I could fall into a pile of shit and come out with a dollar bill in business, and it didn't matter. And like Marty and I, you spoke and I before. Remember we had conversations. I was like, oh, I don't know how to make it work. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then six months later, I'm on top of the world. And I'm stealing business. I'm not stealing. I'm taking business from other people because of our philosophy. I'm growing. I'm buying $500,000 shops, all this stuff is happening. And within three weeks, it's like one month, everything goes from that to I've, I've, I've lost it all. Like I'm scared to touch anything because I, I'm going to break it. That's where I was. It's rough. Okay. So explain that for a moment, a little bit more detail. What, what is it about the anxiety that thinks that you're going to break something or you know something's going to happen to mess up the business because here's here's where i really want detailers to understand the whole point of this discussion is you know i rushed into a marriage you didn't right i mean you took six years to get married i took six months right like i rushed uh but i was 40 years old before i got married Right. But either so, way, you got to pick the right one. Right. I mean, that's, that's sort of the yeah. big deal. Uh, this is why, you know, DJ being here, uh, you and I messing things up. <laughs> DJ so far is is not messed up. Uh, you know, I, I asked you in a previous episode, you know, what's the secret answer to helping work out? Uh, you know, uh, uh, well, no, I know. I know. But it was how do you work out balance? But I mean, I think. Darren, when when I look at you know your and I's situation, I I think I just go, man. I think we just picked the wrong one. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't know that you know when I asked uh, Jimbo and asked you know you you guys were like, why would you, you know did you just luck out? You know, and I, some of them <laughs> might, seriously? but then Jimbo was like, no, it took us nine years. He had a cool he 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 definitely had a cool story. Because that he was saying they were on the brink of like yeah. they were done, but he nine years of that, that, that I don't know how that's a that so he picked the right one because me. if she stayed for through nine years exactly like and I'm I'm on year we got yeah what year are you on there Mr. Patterson we got married 2015 no 2012 Cinco de Mayo 2012 is that eight years. Close Sounds enough. about right. Sounds right, about cool. right. Yeah. But I can't imagine doing eight into nine years of like just on the brink, like that, like how you described and still met, like, like I am, that's incredible. They did that. Seriously. Yeah, I and, and I think that the, takes a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Is how that's, that's the golden ticket, right? Like, yeah. how do you do that? How, how do you, how do you marry into someone and you, you want to say you love them and you, you're giving them your life? But then they're causing so much friction in what you want to do with your life. How do you stay? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm now at the point where I don't know if I would stay anymore. 
right? Once you've gone through one divorce, Darren, right? If there's any of that friction, I'm probably out, which is why they say yeah. once you go through a divorce here in the state of Oklahoma, it's 50% chance. You get married, you've got a 50% chance of making it. If you get married a second time, it was something like 80% chance that you're not going to make it. Third time was something in the 90s. It was insane. It was it was crazy. So, you know, but I don't I'm I don't know. I get married again. I'm that's uh, <laughs> it's interesting. I, I'm not sure if I put up with much at all. <laughs> like, it's gonna take as your friend. Yeah, like right as your friend. But at 42, it's gonna how hard is that gonna be to find? Yeah, fucking person <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna take it's gonna take very special. Uh, and even, even before, like. How many times did I tell you I married a damn supermodel? And I said, my next one is not going to be a damn supermodel. No. But you heard me say that. Gil, what's up? Dude, she was, because her whole thing in life was, all she wanted to do was work out. She just wanted to CrossFit. That's it. And my life revolved around CrossFit because she did. Man. What's up, dude? (laughs) Look at that guy. Re- reunited, are we? All right, Darren, finish up, and then we'll hop over to the community pub real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, last last words of wisdom. Uh, if you're going to talk to a detailer um, going through a situation, maybe tough in marriage, wondering if they should continue, should you know, we might say, hey, you should bounce. You might say, hey, you should stay. You know. Any thoughts to you on how to work through uh, a marriage that's difficult in your business? And then we'll hop over to the if, community pub. If there, I want a partner. Like, I need somebody that's going to go, like, I don't need them to wash a car. I don't need them to polish, but I need a partner to be around. Like, DJ's wife doesn't, she doesn't wash cars or, or show she up at the job at site, but she does stuff behind the scenes and supports him. And the two of you bounce ideas off each other. And you use her skills and her strengths to, like, I want to yin the yang. Like, I'm really good at some stuff, but I'm really bad at other things. Well, I need someone to be good at the things I'm not. And if you have someone that wants to be a part to use their strengths and their skills, then yeah. But if they just got their hand out wanting money, I I don't know. That's But that's just my experience. And... I want someone to go along for the ride. I don't necessarily want them side by side with me working because I like working with my coworkers and we joke like guys and say bad stuff and listen to bad music and go on. But if she wants to come around, it's great. He or she wants to come around, that's fine. But one thing I would do is look, there's a group called, there's a couple called the Bakers that live in Florida that do boat detailing and look them up. These, the two of them, are amazing like i it yes they both detail and they both do it but their relationship from the outside what you see is fantastic and one of them talks about how you know he does all the this stuff in the business and i do this and we get along and we talk about it and we communicate and it's like you hear it and i'm going oh my gosh that's that's what i want and i guarantee their relationship's not perfect but the way they speak to each other and the way they handle each other is a big deal. And I, I can't remember her name, but it's, I think his name's Rashid Baker. And yeah, they're good people. You know, we yeah, hung Megan out with and them. Rashid, they're, yeah. They're, they're really, people. really good people. Yeah, yeah. Megan will probably be on yeah. stage Megan, uh, at Megan. Mobile Tech. She came on stage last year. Yeah. So she'll yep. definitely be back. 
Darren, uh, that's awesome, man. Stick around, please, for the community pub. Tell everybody where to find you. Oh, uh, 66 Auto Detail on Facebook, and I'm sure it's the same thing on Instagram. I'm on it all the time. If you want to see something funny, watch our stories. Watch our Instagram <laughs> stories and Facebook <laughs> stories because that's all the stupid stuff that we do because I am not very serious. This is probably the most serious I've ever been in my life for however long we've been on here, and we show all the crazy crap that we do on the Instagram stories or the Facebook stories. So look there. It's it, a good it's a good time. I think the interesting thing that people will learn is literally look at it from a perspective of these are detailers in small town Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean I my I washed snow off a boat while it was snowing the other day. So I, I how many people can say that? Very few. <laughs> and I had on shorts. Because I wear shorts every day because there's a guy that taught me to be a flip flop detailer. There you go. That's what I was about to say. What you about them flip flops? Stop listening to that guy. That's for sure. <laughs> and and I yell, Hell y'all, brother. All right. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, that guy's cool. All right, Darren. Thank you so much, man. Please stick on. We're gonna hop over to the community pub. It is time. Let's go to the community pub. Okay. Episode is over. If you got any value from it, leave us a review, share the episode, and find us on TikTok. It would mean the world to me. Ooh.